Have you ever had a snake escape from its enclosure? Um, try. <laughs> try two nights ago. <laughs> two nights ago. This is From the Ground Up, the story of me starting my reptile business. Okay. So I guess Instagram's you live. You literally just came through the door like a minute ago. Like four minutes. I just walked in and <laughs> we started this. And That's now we're here. Thankful to Dallas traffic. But still no one's watching, so I don't don't feel that. Maybe Evan is. Nope, it says zero, so I don't know where Evan went. Oh, in the live chat. It says one waiting, maybe something fucked up. I don't understand. No, one viewer now. There you go. Okay. Are you happy? I'm very happy. I need to catch my breath. So I don't know if I told you, but my friend Steve from New York called me before, and he showed me like some of the snakes he made from snakes that he bought. Or that his friend bought that kind of gave them to him, whatever. Wait, what? Everything, all the ball pythons in central New York are either owned by or were produced by Steve, pretty much. He has like a giant, giant collection. I thought you sold him ball pythons. No, no, I did. Oh, oh, But I'm saying I sold them to someone else, but therefore that guy got out of the game so sold him to him oh gotcha so you didn't sell it directly to him okay right but everything kind of ends up to him because Because people people get out of it he's the the one ball python person in new york who stayed who stuck with it at least in that area in like the syracuse area okay so he made basically the snakes i was looking to make and they were really cool so i was happy about that before you got out of the ball python game yeah, well, no. What do you mean? He just produced them this year. No, you're you're saying that he made the ones you were looking to make, and I'm saying the ones you were looking to make before right. you got out of the ball. I think. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. So but, what were those? Um, it was he has a sable fr- uh, female that I had, a granite female, as well as a blackhead that is het for uh, genetic stripe and het for hypo. Okay. So he's going to be breeding that to a bunch of different things. But he bred the granite to the blackhead and got granite um, blackheads. <laughs> okay. I don't. So does looking at them make you jealous that you didn't do it yourself or miss ball python no, breeding talking, at all? Talking to Steve makes you want to get like 100 ball pythons He's just so really into like, it. Like he's one guy that I've talked to and literally like. He cannot get enough of ball oh, python morphs. What like, is just because they look so cool? Like yeah, like we shit on ball pythons every once in a while on mm-hmm. here, but he is like, unlike a lot of other people, like just really into making different looking. It's like no like, matter how they are, how they are to handle or to how little they move, he doesn't care. He just loves no. how much they look. He what? likes making new, you know, mutations. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, he's always like, oh, did you see this gene? Did you see this gene? This and always trying one. to get, like, a new gene. So he's like, yeah, I just picked up, like, this thing called a rainbow. He's like, I don't know if anyone will like it. It looks like a lot of other stuff, but I like it. But so who cares? He, yeah. So he's, like, so deep in ball pythons, but is so pumped about it still. It's cool to, 
listen to and just talk about it and get hyped up. And but like, it doesn't make it you... makes me kind of want to get ball python. So but it then I make... get off the phone and I'm like, no, I can't <laughs> <do that." laughs> he's just really good at pulling you in and like making you think it's like, oh, it's worth because it because he's just so hyped about it that it makes me hyped about it. But um, but then you get off the phone and you're like, Ew. I remember why I did. <laughs> it's easy. For, he breeds a lot of rats, so. I guess I'll give him a shout out. If it's go on Facebook, it's SMT. I believe it's SMT reptiles. And then S Y R rodents is going to be his rodent company, but he is in the Syracuse oh, area. Oh, babe, York. we have no, wait, never mind. I just needed, what? I thought you it wasn't working, us. but well, cause someone on Facebook said, or Evan on Facebook said no YouTube, but it's there. So, yeah. um, so does he only do ball pythons? He has some other stuff floating around, like he has some green trees floating around from what I remember. And um, he's into a lot of different stuff. I'm not sure what he's keeping right now, but for the majority, you know, ball pythons. Is there anything that would ever bring you back into the ball python world? Um, the only thing that would is probably, you know, my dad has a bunch of ball pythons. So Okay. So the fact is, at some point, I may have to help him sell his or mm-hmm. do whatever we got to do, but... um. Or, you know, get his started or, you know, whatever we have to do. Um, Dylan Smith asks, any tips for a new corn snake breeder? Um, I don't know. It's too late this breeding season already, but feed your females and your males. <laughs> that makes know. it sound so there's simple. No <laughs> there's more to that. You, There's more than that. Yeah, but he's not asking how to breed. Just any tips for a new breeder. Um. Got to, nothing's happening right now. Right. It also depends on like, you do you have babies you're waiting to grow up or are they already, you know, size ready and all that stuff. So yeah. it just kind of depends on his situation. You, you broke my flow, but Steve said he listened. He sorry. listened. So I wanted. Oh, to, okay. <laughs> sorry, Steve. So thanks Steve for listening. Thank you, Steve. Right now he's <laughs> cleaning snake shit or mouse shit or rat. Which shit a lot of people do. Whatever shit while listening to this. Um, I don't think people realize that um, some of the people that download it, I don't know if they know that we do it live. Like, it must be confusing for some people. Because live, you hear <laughs> us, like, talking about things talking that to don't... Talking of people. Right, yeah. that are asking questions. And so it doesn't always get... It doesn't transfer always to the downloads. But. Yeah, but I think it's turned into, like, a good thing to where we get to talk to, like, subscribers on YouTube mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's definitely very helpful. We just have fun. I I feel that, at least. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so you don't have any other tips for a new corn sink breeder? Um, time. would have to be specific. I mean, time things. You can give some time tips, like when to start trying to lock them up, and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. It just gets so involved. So like right now, obviously you can't do anything. So except right you just now, tried for just a second feeding. clutch. Yeah, yeah. But if you're asking for tips now, then you didn't breed the first time. Lay okay. First okay. clutch. So. So it's till next. It's for next year. <laughs> yeah. So it would be for next year at this point. So basically, you're just you're just feeding males and females. But if they are ready, either way, uh, you can cycle them through the winter. So November, you put them okay. down. Try to get them to 55 degrees. I mean, in North Florida or South Florida and stuff like that, they still brumate. They just kind of open air do mm-hmm. it, and it may be. Somewhere between 70 degrees and... Because it's Florida. 40 degrees, (laughs) you know, but it goes, it fluctuates all over the place. So anything that hits, you know, a lower temperature, you stop feeding, that should be able to get them going. 
Okay. As far as knowing it's time to brewmate, it's right. winter, stuff like that. You're still changing water bowls every once in a while, but that's it. You're getting their bodies ready for that time. Like you are putting them down. So, mm-hmm. And then three weeks before that, though, you want to stop feeding or two weeks before that just so they clean out their bowels. So that if their body, <laughs> I've never heard I mean, of it happening. What, they can't but... have eggs if they have stuff in them? Like what? No, no. If they have stuff in them, then they go into a dormant state. And then that could seep into their, I guess the theory behind that is it could seep through like their intestines and not be passed because their body slows down. And then all that bad stuff left in the body just gets old in, like, the GI or just, track. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just it could, could go. So you want a clean GI track before you're making the body go dorm- dormant. Right. But and you and said then, there's never been any case no no i don't know i'm sure there has i'm sure there's a reason why they do that but so do they not poop during that time no because you're not feeding them it it's a one-way street kind of it goes in and out right gotcha so it's not like humans where like if we don't poop we're like (laughs) well we we eat so much that you don't realize that you know you're storing up (laughs) yes but yeah it's more one in one out that's very interesting because in my mind i would think to do the opposite that before that dormant time when you're not feeding them i would think feed a lot so they can have energy stored you know for that time you're not feeding them i would think to to you know save energy or to to fill up their energy levels before by overfeeding it. In no it. because but, yeah. you want them to go all the way down and then you really want to pump up once you bring them out you know, you may put them down in November, bring them up okay. in early March or something, and then really pump them up, really get them feeding every couple of days or every three to five days, depending on size of animals, stuff like that. And gotcha. then you're waiting for a shed, and then you may start pairing, but it's probably a little bit too early. That second shed, they're definitely ready to go. Put that male to that female, mm-hmm. and they should lock up. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, Primal like, Roots asked, what are some of the different corn snakes morphs and how valuable can they be? Palmettos. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I think the most important morph at this, po- at this point, I mean, the two morphs that are going to be in play as far as they all even out below, below palmettos and scaleless. So everything else you could count on there being like a hundred dollar corn snake. Not saying that below pal- palmettos in scaleless that they're not still some cool morse, you know, but they're just not there's but value wise right. it's there's all a, kind of white. There's a divide. De- there's definitely a gap between palmettos and, and scaleless are up here yeah. and then like because they are the top of so the top. Scaleless you're gonna be getting for a scaleless baby right now maybe uh six hundred to seven hundred dollars around. And then palmettos um, for a visual, I want to say maybe twelve hundred. I'm not Whoa, sure. Whoa, exactly. I did not for, know they were one. that expensive. Okay, so yeah, or for a pair, about a thousand with hats. So, um, and then he said, "Where did the first palmetto come from?" Uh, the first palmetto came out of someone's backyard in South Carolina. Someone got very lucky and found, and found something one. new. And, and then got it over to Don Soderberg, and then he bred it out and proved it out. So, did he give it to Don Soderbergh, sell it to him? Um, Yeah, I believe he sold it to Ooh, him. Oh, I wonder how, I'm very interested how much he sold it I'm, for. Because, you know, be it, before too. everyone else knew about it, he's yeah. the only one who knew. He didn't really know what it was, if it really was, you know, something as rare. So, he could have sold it for like 50 bucks, not really knowing what it was. And then Don Soderbergh. I doubt it. that, though. Okay. I mean, it was very different looking. 
But um, and then we were also asked what's the most um, aggressive breed or difference between breeds. I'm not sure if you mean corn snakes or like different species, but if you specify, we can get with that. Corn snakes, there's not going to be any difference between morphs, really. Just more uh, that are closer to the wild. So palmettos are mine that I have are like F. One of them's one side is a wild collected and then the other side is a palmetto. Mm-hmm. So it's like the first generation out of the wild pretty so they're much. obviously so, going to be a little so bit a little more bit aggressive worse. but so, still on the scale of things corn snakes really aren't that like they're not bad if i can yeah. handle them <laughs> then they're no, really corn not snakes bad are pretty much the best you can get <laughs> they're pretty docile and that so she said any species and then on the flip side what would you say um i think your pine snake can be kind of kind of mean sometimes <laughs> yeah it's hard because there's so many snakes that inhibit different like behaviors that are just natural so what is aggressive and what's what you right as and also as... there's also individuality but it's like yeah that's what pine snakes do yeah that's what scrub pythons do right i've heard yeah. i've heard a lot at shows we've talked about people say scrubs are like you gotta really be prepared to have a scrub because they are and then not even nice. you see like giant differences between reticulated pythons you see okay. a lot of them that are crazy and then a lot of them are super docile so and there is there people don't know why it just kind of is what it is some type of I don't I don't want to say taming, but I don't know. Also age, of course, but okay. I just think they are more um, less predictable snakes compared to some other species. Gotcha. Now, would you also say that aggressiveness is usually connected to feeding response? Yeah, I mean, you also have to take into account what's going to be a feeding response strike, what's going to be defensive. So I have really defensive snakes, and then I have snakes that, are really food aggressive, which right. I mean, you can't fault them that. I mean, you got to be can't cognizant. fault them when you have a mouse in your hand. Yeah. You mm-hmm. have to, you have to be cognizant about what your you're doing behavior. So you're like, so my jungle carpets, I don't ever just crack the tub and stick my hand in there. Try to slip my hand in there. Cause you're going to get bit. They're going <laughs> to bite you because they have to be fast reacting because of their environment. I mean, when you're catching fast moving prey, you better be reactive or else you're starving. So. Right. So it's they have to be that way. And so it's like, is that really considered aggressive when this is what years and years have told them to be to get their food? You know, it's like what we view as aggressive, but it's what they view it's as just, just staying a- alive. Or being- animals are just being <laughs> animals at some point. Right. Yeah, so it's really all different. But do you think there's one across the board that everybody views as like the most aggressive? What, one snake? Yeah. That you think I generally people, <laughs> like in the cor- like everyone across the board would say is the most aggressive. There isn't one. Scrubs, maybe. Scrub. I mean, that's from what I've read. It's in scrubs. Well, really, and it comes across, that's going to be a 12-foot snake compared to what... A little baby one in my hand that's being yeah. aggressive is way different that's than whatever. a 12-foot one. Right. So or just, like if you have a king rat snake, rat snakes can be very defensive. Okay. So um, like king rat snakes will pretty much strike at anything. Really? So gotcha. It all depends. So it depends on what you define as aggressive also. Yeah, she had mentioned that there was a yellow anaconda that they had at a shop, and it was very um, aggressive, which I've heard of. Really? 
I don't know. I heard yellow about anacondas, anacondas are generally pretty aggressive. Compared I've seen to other a lot ones. of docile green ones, but not as many yellows. And the yellows are like the smaller species of anaconda. A little infer- inferiority complex, <laughs> maybe. Good one. I think your hog noses have inferiority complexes. <laughs> they are so yeah. small and want to be bigger. And then uh, Harris Rice said, can the pied trait and corn snakes be passed on to other morphs? Yes, it can. Oh, I did not so know So you got pied-sided anaries, pied-sided blood reds. I'm not sure if there's some type of why there's not more pied-sided in different things. Maybe right, that was just, just don't think, like it. I feel like pied in corns is very low. You just see it mostly in blood red and anery. I don't know if there's anything beyond that. It's just it's not enough. as big. Yeah, it's just not. I don't know. It's not as big. But, but I'm pretty sure it works just like all the other genetics. It's recessive. Gets passed so on when it. you get it. Um, and Evan. then corn snakes are named <laughs> corn snakes because they feed only on corn. Uh huh. Yep. Unfortunately, some people will believe you when you say that. <laughs> what uh, are the more possibilities for a normal to a snow corn? So if that normal's a straight up normal, no hets, you're gonna get all het for snows. So het anaries, het albinos, or het anary, het. Amel, my bad. But so basically, you're gonna get all normal-looking snakes because of the head. And gotcha. uh, can you show one of your corn snakes? I I've shown every single one of my corn snakes in my YouTube videos. So or Instagram, you can refer to that. We've said one day you're gonna do a, a live stream that's just snakes, but this is mostly talking. But refer to a video or Instagram. Yeah, and then Debbie May Blackshaw. Oh who's shoot! On, it just went away. Who is on Instagram? If you think we're just talking to random people, it's because we're also live on, on YouTube. So it's the same can username, just YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't. Okay. So she, um, they said, fair enough. Some are just grumpy, aren't they? <laughs> totally, uh, I, don't, I feel weird reading this because it's yeah. not a question. Totally understand the feeding response. I have a small... C- oh, did you already read this? Callie King that thinks it's 10 men. <laughs> full-grown Japanese rat. That's a cute puppy. I know nothing about Japanese rats. I don't really know much either about all the Asian colubrids. Mm-hmm. I wish I did, but Japanese mm-hmm. rats are typically more edgy or just flighty. Really, and, but and cow kings are kind of fifty-fifty. So I can go either way. That are really food aggressive and flighty, and then some that are really docile. Like your, I feel like your like my Mexican black. Yeah, king your everyone, Mexican black king. I don't feel like he's that aggressive. Everyone acts like they're very, very aggressive or something like that, but. He's not. I mean, he's pretty there are calm. Some, like, obviously, There's he'll definitely a bunch. That right, are, he'll eat anything you put in front of him. But he's definitely pretty calm. What is up, Gian uh, Boro? Is that how you say that? Where you? I, what do you? Oh yes, sorry, Borno. <laughs> yeah. My uh, my top three favorite corn snake morphs. What are yours, dude? Palmettos, yeah. <laughs> scaleless. Um. My third one is kind of similar to the palmetto. I like the peppermint. The, oh, oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Is that a morph? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I like the peppermints, which are, to me, very similar to the palmettos. They're basically red and white. like With big splotches. Yeah. And I... Kind of yeah. splotchy red and white. Mm-hmm, splotchy red. I really like I those. I don't know that, why I like red and white, but... Okay, what are your top three? Um, Probably palmettos. <laughs> Blood red, pie sided. Oh wait, shoot! No, I want to. I want to change. I like the <laughs> blood red. I forgot. I like. I also those. like. I really like the anery, um, pie sided. Also. Okay, I don't know. What the, I can't picture. I'll show that in you my some head. like Walter hashed out some that are really cool. Um, Zeppa Pella, Z e p p e p e l a a. 
I guess just that's who asked this question. Uh, he said, "Is corn are corn snakes good starter snakes?" We They're think the best definitely starter snake. But any snake that you research thoroughly will be the best starter. Because whoever's writing the thing of what it is believes that theirs is the best. You know what I mean? I feel like if you're really in the ball pythons, you're going to come up with a way to say ball pythons are the best. If you're really in the corn snakes, you're going to have your reasons for why and corn snakes are the best. And then if you go to a show, it's the guy who's selling whatever. Whatever he has, he's going to, whatever he wants your you money and he's going to tell you is the best. We think corn snakes are the best because they're, the temperatures and how you have to keep them is not very difficult. You don't have to change a whole lot from your room. They're, Feeding is pretty easy for the most part. We have one that's difficult right now, but for the most part, corn snakes, you don't have to try a whole lot of different once, things with feeding once them. Once they're established feeding, they're they'll good feed to go. every day, all day. They just You don't have to, they're not like ball pythons where they switch on and off what they want, how much they want, and everything. They're, for the most part, They're yeah. pretty consistent. So I think, in my eyes, consistency equals easiness. Yeah, and then Lilypad asks, what's the difference between a corn and... Uh, rat snakes, king snakes, milk snakes. Ooh, well, it's the head shape. That's how you. Oh, that's how you identify it. Correct. Well, yeah, it's by the head yeah, shape. That's one. That's one thing. Because, but the rat snakes and the corn snakes are gonna have very similar head shapes. Well, right. Rat snakes and corns are similar, and then milk and kings are similar. So head shapes. So corns and rats are in the same genus, and then kings and milks are also in the same genus. So, um, corn and rat snakes are gonna be panthera. Don't look at me. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Go for it. And then king and milks are what? King and milks are Lampropeltis. Okay. So they're essentially the same genus, just different species. And then corn and rats. Uh, some people back in the day called corn snakes red rat snakes. Okay. I mean, they are basically rat snakes. There's no, there's no difference. And uh, milk snakes the same way. They're just different localities for. So they're they're both both groups are very similar between corn and rat. I mean, not both groups, but within both groups, corn and rat and king yeah. and milk, they're very similar. So they're in the same genus, mm-hmm. and then they're all in the same family, which is colubridae. So right, they're all colubrids, and then kings and milks are together. Corns and rats are together. Gotcha. Um, Zepapella. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, asks if you have milk snakes. No, I wanted milk snakes for a while. But you have a king snake, which we just said are yeah, very mil- similar. Yeah, milk snakes are different. Um, most of the milk snakes are a little bit flighty, um, but they're cool. I like them. Okay. Are, do corns and rat snakes have this as far as flighty? Do, are they the same? Corn snakes are a lot more docile than a lot of your rat snakes. So a lot of okay. your rat rat snakes are naturally defensive. Texas rats are defensive. Very. Yes, Texas rat snakes are very the, defensive. High on the spectrum Definitely. of being defensive. But, um, yeah, and that might just be for the amount that corn snakes are bred in captivity. They've just, over the time. There's no just, saying, yeah. Right, they've gotten better. Um, On Instagram, she's, um, she said, what is your all-time favorite breed, and do you have a specific favorite pet snake? So my favorite species of snake, I don't know. Do you know yours? No, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really I really have no idea. Now I feel stupid because I can't even think of one that's my favorite. Green trees? That's for no, me. No, because cause well, once you have mine. a favorite and then once you own it yourself, it's not then you're your like, favorite. you got to move on. Because well, because it becomes normal to you. Yeah, there but needs see, to be to like me, a next. I don't know. You own a green tree. Green trees are still my favorite, but that's purely because of looks. Like, 
like your friend in New York, ball python looks do it for him. Like yeah. green tree and emerald, like those just yeah, those something about them. The fact that they change when they're babies to older, that really I don't think there's another snake snake that's like that. And green trees will always be my favorite. Um, and yeah, f- favorite pet snake. Green tree is my favorite out of what you have. What's your favorite out of what you have? Out of what I have is my olive python. That's my favorite. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, probably one of my favorite snakes is a scrub python, the king horneye in Australia. Okay, but you're only ever getting one unless they're very docile. Well, you can't get a king horneye well, because from they're in Australia. Australia. Right. And there's none because someone was probably like, it's the lo- it's the largest species of scrub. They were probably like, it's much easier just to get it shipped from Indonesia, get the smaller barnacks. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting King Horn Eye and putting that in your pants and getting it over to <laughs> well, the United yes, States, it's much easier that. to <laughs> ship it legally. A much smaller snake, and it's comparable. Yeah, and and then you ask me like a day later, and I have a different favorite snake. So <laughs> different it answer. Really, yeah, I well, really I'm don't consistent. Know. Green trees all the way. I don't know if Evan's still here, but Evan Our would toads, back me up on that. And then Prowl Root said, "Are toads okay for snakes to eat?" I mean, if they're from the wild, I would always say, you know, steer away from because you don't know what they have from the outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you do, maybe freeze them first. But if you can get them feeding pinkies, that's going to be a lot easier, a lot cheaper. For Than you. Toads. So that's just why, why would people go to toads? What if- toads is like like I have the frog reptilinks. That would be a good choice if you have an animal that only eats toads. OK, so hog nose or something that may be in that category to where they may only eat toads. Gotcha. So, so my thing is, before getting it out of the wild, I would order some Refty Links. It's not 100%, you know, guarantee, but it's definitely but better. But it's a try. Than it has a mixture of the stuff that they would. Smells uh, like, like frogs. Yeah. Right. So they're so. used to that. And if you need the frog juice, <laughs> Refty Links also sells frog juice. So do people with hog noses a lot of times hatchlings start with toad? Or like what even gets them A lot of people will that? try to do um, pinkies with either um sardine juice or tuna juice which i've done tuna that worked for me okay but you've never had to resort different to scentings i mean i'm doing frogs right now but, but that's not just frog because frogs. it's, it's direct dealings it's different yeah yeah i've never had to do it i'm sure if someone's i've never had to start a clutch from scratch so okay Come back at me next year when I have a clutch of snows. <laughs> and see what we have to try. And see what we got. So um, I was asked, how many snakes do I have? Not a lot. Like The other uh, day, I think you told someone like 30. Something. Something around yeah. the 30 next year. It's, come it's back enough. and ask. <laughs> it's enough, <laughs> we'll, be, yeah. we'll have more next year, hopefully. And then how often would you recommend feeding a three to four foot long corn snake? So for an adult, honestly... And, and especially if you're not breeding, you can only feed it maybe an adult mouse or if it's a very big example of, you know, a corn snake, then maybe a small rat every two weeks. I've done that. And just because totally of they're fun. smaller and, or they just don't, they're just naturally not they're very They just hungry. naturally aren't growing a lot. So you just don't need to pump them with food unless it's a female that you're trying to get big enough to breed. So. Mm-hmm. Kind of the more weight, the better, especially after you get her out of brumation. I mean, you that's really when you want to pump her, her up. You want to pump up with the males a bit too, really, just in case they. Um, but what's the benefit? They're they're exerting more energy trying to breed to lock the, up the female stuff like that. So. But not as well. I mean, the female. If needs you're really it for running through males, I mean, you know, I don't do that. But if you had 
if you had a whole bunch of females and you're putting that snake in every couple of days breeding <laughs> with a female, then he needs he needs the food needs for the energy. energy do yeah. a lot of people do that? Do you think most people have more females to than males and they just do their male to a bunch? Yeah, I mean that's that makes the most sense. I mean, you really want to have that core of adult breeder females. And then get a male with really good genetics that you can that grow can you up just, in a year that you or two and run through and get the right. genetics into those females. So most people who have smaller collections aren't going to have two males of a of the same um, species. You mean or, like mutation? Yeah, excuse me, mutation. Because it just doesn't... Yes and no. I mean, if you have a bunch of... If I have a bunch of het palmettos, mm-hmm. I want to have... If I have 20 female het palmettos, then I want at least... You know, I probably want at a least couple. ten males that because, have palmetto in it somewhere, mm-hmm. just just in case. Right, because and you also don't want to put one male to probably twenty five, female. That'd honestly, be but that'd be I a lot. <laughs> Depends how much I would stretch it. Yeah, you know? right, I mean, and how old they are. That'd and, be putting that snake through a lot to put it to twenty yeah, different it's not females. Worth that. Yeah. Also, your chances of them locking up. Would you say for a male, it lowers with each time you try to lock them up with a female that your chances of it actually happening or? I think if there's not proper recovery in between. So what do you mean by recovery? Just rest time? Yeah. So, I mean, think, you know, given that time for sperm to, I guess, regenerate. (laughs) You want how fast does sperm regenerate in snakes? Know. I don't even know how, what it does. As we don't humans. know how that works, but yeah. they just they need that rest and <laughs> relaxation. But with with ball pythons, I would do I would do three to or one to three. Really I'd be cool with that. Yeah, that low because the males will fucking breed whenever you know one one male to three females. Mm-hmm. So with corn snakes, would you do more? You could you could do more than that, sure, or okay. one to four. One to four would be what a lot of people do, but but there's no like set number of like whatever, after whatever this many your chance you goes in the down. Past. I haven't done. I haven't run a lot of males through, through just different a few girls. <laughs> you're not. Pi- I guess I just you're not pimping had. them out too much. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I always want to get different genetics. So even when I was breeding ball pythons, I mean, I had one. I wanted to get blackhead into a lot of things, but at the same time. I had some other projects that I wanted, mm-hmm. you know, to, I don't want everything I'm selling to be do just all the same head. thing. Right. I, and plus I want to see different shit. So that makes sense. So I want to spread it around. I mean, you can always do that, but so it's just kind of up to you f- how much you want to, but it's different even with like carpet pythons. I've heard of people having much closer to one to one or really why? Just because I've heard of a lot of, you also have to do male combat sometimes to get them to I go. I don't know what that means. Male Meaning combat? Put, put males to like males fighting? so that they would fight each other <gasps> so that they get ready like to Like to the death? No, no. <laughs> they kind of wrestle with each other. What? That gets them like amped up? I mean, it's nature. They they fight in nature. That sounds so crazy to me. So that will definitely get a male that may not be ready to breed to get ready to, to like like yeah. <laughs> let's get well i don't know i'm just thinking i feel like human males do that with each other like let's be let's roughhouse a little bit before yeah. we go out and it's so, interesting the connections between snakes and humans in that aspect why do you think guys fight other guys at bars hoping to get some girls oh my gosh <laughs> there's usually a girl in between any fight there's that a happens. girl there's a girl somewhere everything in that a male does is for but a girl yeah yeah absolutely so someone asked um they have 
a six-year-old ball python and a six-month-old boa, could they interact? I mean, don't house them together, but if they see each other, there's not going to be, they're not going to fight each other. But if they're in, so you, even in a big uh, tanker or whatever, you still want to put them together? No, absolutely not. Okay. They're, you're talking about South America, Central America with West Africa. Oh, very different. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Even then, even if someone <laughs> at the same place, I mean, unless it's a perfect setup, then, then whatever. But he said without, oh, without being aggressive. So a hundred percent, if you put them together, they're going to be aggressive. There's no, no, no they're just going to be stressed out. And one of them is okay. not going to get proper care because they have different care. Requirements. Cause you have to, right. You're going to end up leaning towards the care of one versus yeah. the other. So don't like, don't think you're going to put them together and they're going to fucking kumbaya and love each other, <laughs> but also know that they're snakes and they're probably just going to ignore each other. <laughs> right. But so. it, it's in the best interest not to put them together. Right. And just, I mean, if we get down to fucking, what is it? Brass tacks. Isn't that the thing? But if you get down to it, it sounds like, like holding something I in learned general, in high school, but I don't know what like brass holding, tacks. <laughs> no matter what, holding a snake is going to put some stress. So, right. But less so it's like holding snakes and then it seeing other snakes. That's just adding a little bit of stress. So, mm-hmm. Whether you want to or not is up to you, but I don't choose to, like, you don't. nap with my animals or any shit like that. Oh, my gosh. Or just have it hanging on your neck. Um, But you don't, I mean, you don't put any of your snakes together just because you're in the rock system. So, obviously, that's different. But and you just no matter of, what, your snakes aren't going to cohab. I mean, there's very, there are some communal snakes in the wild, but for the most part, they are going to be. Individual, you know, individual in the wild. Mm-hmm. So just if you have the space, keep them. No, all, keep no matter them what, keep them separate. Well, okay. No, no matter what, keep <laughs> okay. them separate because no they're going what, to be fighting, fighting over resources, whether it's heat, and then you gotta feed them separately. But, but even like two corn snakes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. No matter what, keep because them separate. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. There's just a certain I'm amount of stress questions. that. The animal's going to get. And then also, we've all seen other snakes, even if they're not known for eating other snakes, we'll eat they them. will eat their cage right. mate if they have So you're in increasing there. the chance of that happening. So it's I'm just not smart. Okay. It's just okay. not smart. Fuck um, out of here with that shit. Okay. Zeppa Pella asked earlier, your oldest snake. I can answer that. He is a Tony. It is a normal corn snake, and he's 14. It's an Amel Excuse corn me. Snake. It's an Amel corn snake, and he is 14 years old. Um, and then, uh, Dylan said, I'm, ple- I'm planning to breed next season. How do you recommend I sell my normal hashlings and for what price? Normals, honestly, at this point are going to be super hard to like sell to anyone. Because they're just everywhere or I, yeah, I mean, they're just going to be selling for maybe $15, which is what you're going to put into it to make 15, it $18 to produce. So it's. It's not going to be a money-making venture, so if you want to just give them away to friends who you think are responsible and want a snake, I would do that. Like I usually have, I have nieces and nephews, so I've that given them one. snakes. Mm-hmm. So, but if he has a lot, could he? Could would uh, pet stores take them if he has a bunch? You can try to wholesale if you go on different websites, but now I don't even think many people are wanting wholesale normals. Evan will take all free snakes. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, yeah, we're selling them for zero dollars. And then wherever that Florida kid is, uh, he'd probably eat them from last week. Oh, yeah. They talked about the, how yeah. much they eat. Um, and then Zeppa Pella asked, my parent, corn snakes and snakes. Oh, I want. My parents fear corn snakes. Oh. Um, I want to. 
he wants snake, a snake. So, so how, how would he, get them? How do you get people to like snakes? It's just education. Maybe having that first experience. It's with totally a snake experience. Really it. It's yeah. totally like I hated. Well, I didn't hate snakes, but I knew nothing about snakes before I met him. And it's just they're like handling. If there's a and knowing that not th- that they're not gonna they're bite you nothing. for the most part. <laughs> well, just knowing that they're animals that aren't out there. Mm-hmm. To if you have any reptile shows, I don't know where you live, Zeppapella, but if you have any reptile shows in your area, that would be a good place to go and get a, a what's the... Or at least show spread. videos in the beginning and mm-hmm. then ease on and, and then... Show them you're not going to lose them also, or let be, them lose. be responsible, yeah. You also yeah. need to show them that you're very educated, so come at them with some, some, with some education. I know this temperature and I'm going to keep it in this type of right. enclosure, that kind of stuff. Okay. Cause a part of, I guess any kid getting an animal is like the parents don't want to fuck with, you know, taking care of it. We're losing track on Instagram. Yeah, Someone said pythons so. and boas shouldn't be enclosed together because some boas carry a disease. And we didn't even think also, about that. I mean, yeah, there's inclusion body disease, IBD, which boas can, pass to pythons i mean either way don't put it together but even if you have a collection that has boas and pythons and boas can live with ibd for long periods of time really and they and sh- pythons will die pretty no matter quickly what. yeah so n- disease level don't like put them pretty quickly um someone says they have separate he said he they have separate houses but he handles them frequently i mean you can do whatever I you mean, want they're your yeah. snakes don't, I mean, yes. That's we, just not me. I just feel right. like mine feed better, mine breed better, mine do whatever snakes do better. But you because can't fault someone for handling them. If you know you, you, I think you were coming into it from a different perspective and a different lens than some people are. This is some people's pets. Like they want to touch it. Like no, I'm not. No, I understand. Right. When I, I get a new snake, I want to touch them a lot. Right. I still don't support napping with your snake. I will never support that, and it's all over. I just try to. But, reduce the amount of stress no matter what um someone else said my two ball pythons on the other hand stay together what are your thoughts on ball pythons in the same enclosure no (laughs) it's the same he still says no he just says no to everything (laughs) i keep two baby corns together and they get along just fine they have yeah like and then one snake gets sick and then both snakes are sick and then you only have a heat source that's so big. And For one, I mean, if you have two, maybe you have two heat sources in a front and a back one. So if you if you have, yeah, but then you might as well just get separate. And you need an enclosure that's maybe double the size with double the stuff. So then you might Why as well just, just separate because you would need ones. two hides to this. And then you need to feed them separately, all that other stuff. So right, because I'm not feeding them if they live in the same enclosure. How does that work? Yeah, some people do. I mean. You just know there's it just makes your life harder <laughs> and i don't know you gotta put in the extra work also it's like that person said they get along it's like what is your definition of getting along like is that not killing each not other killing is each that other getting along don't talk yeah right well, you know how do we really know what getting along is um dylan said nope uh, you really need to like siphon these out. Like I read them before I before start I talk. reading them. I just start. <laughs> I just start talking. You just start, I just start reading and then, and then realize I fucked up. <laughs> Sorry, but he's from Finland. Oh, that's super awesome. That's cool. Um, no, no reptile shows. So then YouTube will be your best friend. I think that's yeah, the best. Seriously, you can do. Don't is show them. Um, 
Don't the tell me anyone. Yes. Make sure you you They're uh what's with, with Brian. you watch the videos before you show them to your parents because you have no idea what might come up. You don't want any. You don't want to show them people getting bit or anything. Yeah, that's um the Dudesons are from Finland. The Dudesons do a lot of crazy stuff. Do, um, they did the snake in the with pool Brian. with Brian. Don't don't watch that. But shit. then the Dudesons also had Casey. So no no cool. they're that's cool. Separate. It's just Brian put a snake in a <laughs> mm-hmm. situation. But we digress, as always. Well, you that like was that very voice? intense. I didn't like that yeah. voice. Have you ever had a snake escape from its enclosure? <laughs> um, try. Try two nights ago. <laughs> two nights ago. Okay, so I get home, and I, like, open the closet. I'm like, I call him, and I go, hey, babe, um, did you mean to leave the last, the bottom tub open? He goes, oh, yeah. Like, I put, what is it? What was the bottom? Who's in the bottom tub? I don't remember. It was uh, a female. A female. It was a female. It was a corn <laughs> okay, snake. Okay. He was snake. like, oh, yeah. I put, open a beer. <laughs> I put the female corn snake in with the male to see if they lock up. I'm like, okay. And then I like hang up. And then I call him back two seconds later and go, did you mean to leave the third from the bottom tub open too? And he's like, oh, shit. No, he didn't. So me being the person who's only handled and known about snakes for six months, I immediately am like, nope, I don't know what to do right now. Like, I go looking every inch of the house or the apartment. Can't find the snakes. Turns out they no, are. No, don't even say you looked every I inch. Did. I told you where to look. You didn't oh my look God. exactly <laughs> where I knew they would be. So <laughs> it was a it was a breeding pair. And I left it cracked. I don't fucking know. Yes, you left it cracked. No, yeah, it was stupid. And they. But I said, I said, take the tub out and look behind. Okay. I in looked the rack. behind one tub. I didn't. There was two tubs open. I only looked I behind said, one. You gotta look behind both. Of you them. did say and they were fucking in the rack. Okay. So most so, of the time, yes. your snakes are going to go to the darkest, warmest place. And Which that's is usually even the back of your rack. Fucking rack. So itself, yes, his so. snakes were on the heat tape in the back of the rack. So. For future people, if it happens to you, look it in will the, happen to you. It will happen to you. Look in the back of your rack first before had, you go everywhere else. And yeah, we well, and then you go, you know, then you go under to the, the dark, refrigerator, the corners. The refrigerator, under your mattress, all other shit that's warm and dark. But also, we've had baby corns get out. I mean, if you've ever had baby corns, you know that they, they are, are so about this small. thin and can get through they can get any through, little and space. Like, you don't think there's any space somewhere and they'll get out. So so definitely do the the, the touch test. Make sure your tubs are all, you know, pushed to the back. But same even with the corn snake. When it got loose, where did it go? Right to the back of the rack on the heat tape. <sighs> they love the heat tape. They like heat. So as long as you catch it pretty early, you can get them. And then pythons are even easier. Really? Where so corn snakes will sometimes take off and be go whatever. Running. Okay. But pythons will, especially ball pythons, will 100% be in the fucking rack. Just right there. What about green trees? Um, They don't really escape. They don't they escape because they, they like their perch. <laughs> <laughs> They're not leaving no, their perch. Even, so <laughs> even if you left it open, you don't think it would get No, out. no. At night, if... If she was hungry, she would move around and hunt a little bit. So, yeah. Gotcha. But, but for the most part, no. But I did when I first moved to Colorado. So, like, when I rebuilt the rack up, I tore it down, rebuilt it up, mm-hmm. and then put the tub in there. Like, it must have warped or Overt- had a little bit moving. more space in between. So, like, I got up to pee in the middle of the night. 
And then the water python was in in Dixie's the toilet. Water bowl. Oh, in the in the, in the dog's <laughs> water bowl. And if you and if anyone's ever had a water python, it's not like a it's not a corn snake. Nope. So it, it kind of scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Um, Evan agreed with us on YouTube, and he said, "Don't cohabitate snakes." Period. Listen to people do this all the time. So he agrees with you, no matter what circumstance. Just don't no, do it. No, of course. Just don't. don't Black and white. Okay. Yes. Okay. No. Okay. Gotcha. No. Um, Zeppa uh, Bella wow. says, "Is a hundred bucks for a normal corn snake in terrarium a bad price?" Honestly, if you're in Finland, that sounds like an amazing price. I don't know if that's a bad price, but doesn't seem like they're is a lot of corn snakes in Europe, let alone in Finland. So if you're so. getting one for a hundred, do you, do you think someone took it? I in mean, do your research. I mean, if you're just doing that off of whatever the Craigslist equivalent is, mm -hmm. then maybe no. I mean, maybe you can do a little research, find one from a breeder. I don't know of any breeders over there. The best I could get you is maybe like Germany, maybe UK. I'm not sure how shipping works in between like finland and the uk and germany no idea <laughs> so so yeah but from our standpoint we think I mean, that if it's going to be your only pet snake a hundred a hundred dollars if it's a nice setup everything it may set you off right and it yeah. will be nice and easy for you if just, you just to want. start off with yeah, yeah. um right. Are we losing? Oh, we're not losing people on Instagram. Oh, um, but she said, I'm in Europe. Best case is finding a store worm in the wild. Slow worm in the wild. What does that mean? Meaning if you find a snake in the wild or a worm. I don't know if you mean a literally a worm. I don't, yeah. I don't think there's not many snakes. In yeah, well, it's funny. UK. We got England, yeah. Finland. Maybe one of y'all knows how shipping works between countries in Europe because yeah. we do not know so how shipping has, works. Do you have to be licensed in Texas to sell? Yes, you do. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a basic license that you can get from a Walmart, kind of like a hunting <laughs> license, but or it's like a, a sell snake license. Which, I mean, you could also go and get a venomous license, which I don't even know why that exists. So what is that? what do you have to do to get your license? Just, just say I want my just say I want my license and call it a day. So yeah. it really means nothing. Like yes, you should have it and need it, but it doesn't mean anything. Like anyone can get it, basically, is what yeah. you're saying. So do Australians like North American snakes? Uh yeah, but they gotta be under the radar because right. we talked all about this last um podcast. Like or I asked the question, what would happen if all of a sudden Australia's laws, you know, weren't so rigid and we talked about how much they would want the stuff from here um yeah i mean of course you always want what you can it, have it works so, both ways we love their like, jungles can you give me a beer like scott scott answered us um a few weeks ago and he said that there are a bunch of people in australia that have underground collections of north american colubrid stuff sense. like that which makes sense we <laughs> smuggled stuff here so of course people found a way to smuggle it in yeah, australia but, but here once it's smuggled it's legal oh, there true. once it's smuggled you're still underground but yeah of course i mean everyone wants with it we all want the australian species like my the scrub that i want is a fucking obviously an australian i mean it's just because we can't have it that's what once you get way deep in the snakes and you start like the kind of collector's mindset, you know, rarer and rarer becomes more appealing. Well, that's that's not even snakes. It's life. Everything. That's life. You want what you can't have. Jordan's son. So, but because it's like in our eyes, wow, those jungles are beautiful. But it's like, oh, ball python. Ugh, There's only cares? thirteen of these Shelby <laughs> Mustangs. Who cares snake. about this ball python? But yeah. then for the for them, it's like I see jungles every day. Yeah, but and then rarity comes in ball pythons too because 
There's only this many of mm-hmm. this morph. Mm-hmm. Only this is a world's first. This is the only one that exists. Rarity is all over the. P- I mean, that's how you set market price, though. Rarity is what keeps the demands higher right. than the supply. So that's what makes. So it's a expensive. good thing that there's stuff special to different places because that's what keeps it. The demand high. There's so many different like snakes to get into. It's so surprising because it seems like such a small hobby and stuff like that. But you like, could you could never run so out. It's impossible to run out of like so a snake to be interested in. Yeah. Like literally, and unless you're so specific in your taste, you just you can't. There's run really out. like there's like 20 species of snakes that we're really good at keeping in captivity, and then there's like a, so many the other fucking. 3,950 snake species are like just on the fringes and you're like mm-hmm. like no one has 100% figured out like white lip pythons or even green tree pythons are like you feel like people haven't figured that out, them out white lips no green trees people have but you still have stuff that happens that doesn't happen in say corn snake you know like there's still but stuff I mean obviously have. they're just you can't the conditions the natural conditions mm-hmm. that they live in but um smarties the dragon 20,000 asked do y- i'm assuming do you have snakes i do have yes snakes. if you See, it's uh, like, if it's you, like you gotta you gotta screen them out before but i'm still gonna answer it okay. yes he has 30 snakes check out his instagram if you're watching this live uh, stream i would assume you're looking at his instagram so go look at his Instagram. They are all his snakes. I wonder. If, I've always wondered if, if you should put that in your bio. Like all my pictures are mine because I see that a lot. All my pictures are mine. You know, saying that I'm not. All taking my pictures may be used by some other big reptile <laughs> account that they put their watermark on and on and steal and my steal fucking your picture. pictures. Possible being stolen, but all mine are mine. <laughs> all mine are mine, but you may see them somewhere else. Right. Um, okay, people are talking a lot oh, so, on YouTube, uh, um, but they're talking about Hungary. So Finland, they asked where, like, expos. So mm-hmm. mostly for Europe in general, ham is going to be, ham Germany is going to be oh. where all the guys get together. And really? It's like one of the biggest snake shows in the world, so. I wonder why Germany. So that's something, I don't know, <laughs> Finland's obviously a little ways away from Germany. I don't know how fucking Europe I don't works. know how easy it is to make the trip to Germany. Right. <laughs> or if but, I mean, that's where the biggest show in the world is, pretty much. Really? Besides maybe Tinley Park, Chicago. but The world. Ooh, so let's go to Germany next year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. I mean, there's the beer. The beer alone makes it worth it. Beer and sausage for Germany. And then I've heard it's, it's pretty odd little get together. I wonder what kind of snake. What would you expect to see at a Germany snake show? Everything. The Germans is was part of the portal that got us all the Australians. The Germans that was are, their are middle pretty point. much as crazy at getting snakes as we are. They'll put it in any. Stuff it in any place. Yeah, like they're just as into snakes for whatever reason as we are. Really? It's just a much smaller, you know, market. market, Country (laughs) in general. Yeah, yeah, everything (laughs) in general. It's like having one state here that's really, you know. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, that was was like the portal. That was the beginning of the portal. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, Zeppo is, Zeppo's going to Hungary. And so he's asking if there's any expos or pet stores in Hungary. He said it's for hunger. Oh, he can't read the. Oh, so there. Can't read the. What do you mean? The language. He says he he went to the Terra Plaza that uh, him. He said to go. He went to the Facebook page for but the hungry. He can't but read, he can't read it. Totally makes sense. 
I yeah. get it. Um, well, Gion can be your translator <laughs> for the Hungry Such uh, a Expos. Diverse Did you know there was Expos in Hungary? Have here. I mean, I'm sure there's Expos everywhere, but hung- I mean, Hungary is right next to, to Germany, right? Do not ask me. You know I don't know geography. I don't know. Someone I tell guess. us, is Hungary next to Germany? Yeah, because it's aus- and Austria. And don't say yeah, because there's no... <laughs> What do you mean, yeah, because? Apparently, like, one of my parents is from Hungary. Well, I know there's the, the, what is it, the Hungary Hungary and Austrian Empire? Am I making that up? The Ottoman Empire, the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Austro-Hungarian, sorry, put it backwards. That's how I know they're next to each other. He says, no, Germany's not next to Hungary. All right, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) I mean, I'm not the person to ask. Uh, He wants a pet store. Yeah, hopefully they can can find out. We don't know any, sorry. We don't. We, are not we don't know ask. past America. I don't even know what? past past America. Oh, you mean beyond America? I thought you meant like in past times. Like oh, I don't know that like, either. Like but as if yeah, as I if gotcha, gotcha. No, we don't know further than as America. if Hungary used to be America. <laughs> we don't know about pet stores and expos for further than when the, when the further conquered America. Than, I mean, Austria is right. <laughs> You know geography more than me. Either way, <laughs> I think uh, people from the United States are like geological retards. Like people, I don't. I think we're taught Why? so little outside of the United States. Well, it's because we're so big. But we're think so self. It. But we're so uh, we're focused, huge. Though. Okay, in Europe, you're, you know, in Europe, your countries though, they are all like speak English. Like they're your all speaking English, and they have their own native language. Like they are at least bilingual. Because we point. are. Okay, but we, this is gonna sound terrible. You only speak it, English. This is gonna here. sound terrible, but te- in some realms of life, America is at the top. So the t- <laughs> this is this is gonna sound so bad and slowly, slowly dropping But like down. when you when you're at the top, there's when no you're need. At the top, there's, there's no, no need, need to, to look learn down the at right. Those peasants. <laughs> I'm not calling peasants. Kick them down. When, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when you're at the top, there's no because everyone works to be able to learn wow. America stuff. So we'll learn America stuff. That's not as even far as our English. Own language. English isn't even our language. Our version of English is. We've made a set. <laughs> we have completely separated from English. English. England's English. We made our own English. Somewhat. See, a state is bigger than the whole country. That's. I mean, it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. It's wrong how we only think about ourselves and are taught about ourselves. It is. We are generally pretty fucking pieces of shit as a country, (laughs) though, right? Like we don't treat other people great. Depending on who's like Finland's never done anything to you. Okay, what are you trying They're to say? They're just chilling. They're just trying to survive. It's cold. <laughs> it's cold. They're just fucking playing hockey and shit. They don't okay, us like we have too much time to be like. But there's a lot of other countries that have done stuff people. to us. So no, yeah, but you Finland's can't. definitely one of those who's just chilling. Like Iceland <laughs> and Finland, they're just like chilling out. Are Iceland and Finland like the same thing? No. They're Iceland's more up here, isn't it? <laughs> Finland's next to. Um, Those are all like the like pseudo, like oh very God, liberal countries terrible. where they have like if you have a kid, they like give you a certain amount of money a year, and mm-hmm. schools are all amazing. Okay, and, back but to it's snakes. Cold. Back to snakes. Are there any native Finland snake species? 
Is that a thing? I just Ooh. hit my beer on the mic. Yeah. Are there any native Finland no, swing species? I don't think so. Maybe there is. If I, I believe it's cold pretty much all the time. It's Not just weird time, to me that it, there's only that like there's <laughs> to me there has to be more snakes from more places that I'm assuming we just don't know about. It, it, it's weird to me that there's only like Australia, Indonesia, some like. I feel like there's, there's a, snake hotspots, Costa Rica. I mean, you have. But why? It seems like Europe is never talked about. Like, yeah, ones that are native, cold-blooded animals that thrive in warm climates. But there's warm countries in Europe. Yeah, no, uh, not really. Uh, Southern Europe. Yeah, but if you think about most of them, are think about latitude or longitude. I don't know. No, what, no, no. It's latitude. Get out of here. Go <laughs> which one? Which one's this? Latitude from east to west, right? Or west to east, whatever way. Going around. Right? This one, okay. Yeah, so and the equator. Like fucking New York. That's a equivalent to like like the UK is above that, right? Stupid Americans. But when you get on. But what I'm saying <laughs> is that South Florida is even with like. With like what the tip Nothing. of like Italy? <laughs> Not even. I don't think. <laughs> Uh, we didn't, we're so like, dumb like right ladder, now. So oh, we like ladder rat snakes. I think there, no, but there ha- there's there's some the, rat snakes. Think about how far down Italy goes. The southern tip of Italy is really far, is farther, as far south. They have like so they, there has Greek to be something in Italy Greece. or in uh, <laughs> other <laughs> southern European countries. So there are two snakes called Rantecarmi. And Kayakarmi. I like your Kayakarmi. See, there are ones. There are ones native to Finland. We just don't know about. But there's two in the whole country, is what he said. Okay, they still exist. (laughs) Yeah, but but it's not exact. We're not going crazy. So and then also, I don't know what the translation. So you said Finland is really cold. Does that mean they can handle really? I mean, duh, they could handle. Yeah, just like in Alberta, there's a lot of garter. Sorry, there's a hair on your microphone. It's driving me nuts. Yeah, it's like Alberta. There's a bunch of Alberta. What? Canada. Oh, I knew that. And Alberta's really cold. America's hat for all the Americans. (laughs) Okay, Alberta's really cold. Yeah, it's not warm. Okay. And then also, if you go up, I mean, like where I lived in upstate New York, New York is cold. You're gonna have some garter snakes, but nowhere near cold like Finland. (laughs) Yeah, not exactly Finland (laughs) level, but. There's some limbless lizard called Vesquitza. I've I've heard of European. um, Wait, isn't a legless lizards? But I didn't. Wouldn't a legless? But it has arms still. No, it's a lizard without legs. Isn't that a snake? No, but it has (laughs) it has eyelids, and a jaw that moves. You know. Like it can still do. (laughs) It can do like this because lizards can. Eyelids, you know, yeah, snakes. Snakes have an ocular scale, so moves. they don't have any eyelids. Right. But you're talking about no, lo- like like a jaw, like a lizard. So snakes obviously have two independent jaw bones, right? Didn't know that. Oh. They, uh, That's why they're they able to stretch. Like Such so wide. Stretch so ah, wide. gotcha, gotcha. So it's a lizard that's caught in the middle of its evolution from lizard to snake or snake to lizard, I'm and it sure somehow it's got like stopped lizard, and yeah, reproduced and just, in that middle period <gasps> i'm interested you've never seen one never seen one i probably thought it was just a snake they're kind of weird dumb. i don't know i mean they sound weird 
yeah. uh, it's like it's supposed to be a lizard, but it's it weird to be like a snake type reptile creature creeps me out, but they kind of creep me out. He, so he, yeah, he uh, says it's a lizard, but it moves like a snake, but it's scientifically still a lizard. Yeah. Does it eat like a snake? No, it eats like a lizard. It eats like a lizard, <laughs> and it reproduces like a lizard. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how lizards reproduce. I say that I don't know anything. <laughs> um, are they in America? What do they call them in America? Legless lizards. Legless lizards. Oh, okay. Specific, <laughs> we're not yeah. we're not inventive with the name on that one. Yeah. The translation just turns it from legless to limbless. I mean, it's gotcha. Not. Okay. Instagram's about to end. There's limbless only is a two much people watching. Way to say that, or there's two people watching on Instagram. But if you feel like continuing to listen, switch over to YouTube. I don't know how much longer we'll be talking, but yeah. Thanks, Instagram. Okay. Thanks, Instagram. So, fin- if Finland, the really cold place, has species that are native to it, then other countries in Europe have to. And we just don't know about them. No, absolutely. I'm just saying But that you I'm were stupid. acting like they were too cold to have them. They have Yeah, them. they have, like, a few. Yeah, but we're, uh, there's no competition between Central America and fucking... If you don't know about them, how do you know there's no competition? Oh my God! It's just—it's just <laughs> a, it's a numbers game. There's just not many. There's cold, just not enough blooded species. Just like if we went up to the Northeast, there's a lot less species than down here in Texas. But but rarity. Yeah, but for some reason, snakes in those climates are often harder to keep. Okay. So like, it would be hard for me to keep a red or uh, ring neck snake you know, are we next native to native to the like the northeast all throughout the country but they are kind of hard to keep i don't know for whatever reason okay that's the english translation say that that still seems like latin <laughs> right it doesn't English it doesn't fragilis. actually look like english <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like they're trying to say fragile with the fragilis would uh, you th- i don't know stupid. maybe it's more fragile no not having because it's in the middle <laughs> Because it's it makes it very fragile. not fully developed. We don't know. I apologize to anyone. We are not dumb people. <laughs> no, we are dumb people on this issue of As snakes far, from okay, Finland. We are. No, what's the <laughs> word? There's a better word than dumb. Um, Uneducated? Ignorant? No, you're, <laughs> those are equally bad. We are. Oh, I don't oh, know. Oh, so that was the slow worm. Oh, the girl from England. About. Yeah, the girl from England said, go find a slow worm. I've worm. never called that. So do they move really slow? Because In they wish because they wish they no, had they so. wish they had legs. And uh, they want to have legs. It's a bad connection. <laughs> Is he calling us drunk? I think so. <laughs> I'm not drunk, <laughs> just stupid. I've had <laughs> one and a fourth beers. Not drunk. Also, I just, it may be the fact that I just sat in summer classes for I think, I think six hours of the podcast day. podcast or the podcast before, we were a little I, I drunk. was a little drunk. Last podcast, we were a little, oh, he's drunk. I don't blame you. What, what time is it it's in cold. Finland? That's a dumb question. It's that cold. Is, what, what? It's cold. That's your, <laughs> that's your realization for drinking is it's cold. Yeah, that's why. If you go in the United States, alcoholism, like Wisconsin, is higher in like colder places. And, yeah, as it gets colder, alcoholism goes up. But I think it also has to do with less other Russia, stuff. Russia, they it's less stuff to no, but vodka. see, but, and less but, stuff to do also. But yeah. Russia, they pound vodka, but I think they're not as many drunkards because they're vodka's water to them, so they, don't, they can handle their liquor more. I think. 
That's totally a guess. No, you just don't get those fuckers in Siberia. You don't hear from them. Yeah. That's the thing. They're yeah. in their own fucking It's 3.02 a.m. in Finland. Jesus What's Christ. the temperature in Fahrenheit? Because <laughs> I... No, you got to do metrics. <laughs> you mean Celsius? You said no. metric system, yeah. No. Nope. be Celsius. Please, Fahrenheit. I don't... Do you know the conversion? Oh, such a stupid American. Do you know the conversion? Man. No. No. Okay. Unless Thank it's zero you. degrees, then I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Was it zero? Zero equals thirty-two. Yeah. So then, can can we just add thirty-two to whatever number That's he not gives how us? It works. No, because because a hundred is boiling point. Oh. So it's not an equal. So it's fifteen Celsius. So cold. Um. What is that like? Fifty degrees Fahrenheit. Oh man. Can I ask Siri? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Ask Siri. Siri, convert 15 <laughs> degrees Celsius to Fahrenheit. Can you put her on the microphone? It's 59 degrees Fahrenheit. That's not oh, that close. That's so close, right? What did you say? It said 50. Oh, that's not that bad. So not, it's fucking summer, I though, mean, son. Yeah, it is. It's fucking summer it, in the northern it, hemisphere, it is, and it's 59. It is June. It's like 95 degrees out right now. But we are in Dallas, Texas, which is hot as balls. Yeah. So. This uh, is his summer vacation. But it's also 3.02 a.m. At 12 o'clock, it may be a different, it may get 20 degrees warmer. Never know. But yeah. it changes your view of Finland. You thought it was super cold. 59 Listen, isn't terrible. At 3.02. June is at cold At 3.02. Isn't it? Think about normal. Actually, time. then again, in New York, it's probably 59 his beer. in the You scared, you, you, you made him drop his beer. Good job. What beer do they have? <laughs> this is just turning this into thing. a European <laughs> education lesson for us. Very interested what beer they have in Finland. Oh, what's the I've, the one that I've been kept putting You've in? Been kept I've putting been in. Keeping in doing um, this Czech beer that I'm always finding, but I forget what it is. You like Czech beer? I don't know any Finland. I like Belgium beer. There's is not that many close imported. To Finland? I don't think there's any imported uh, Finland things. They don't come to America. They don't make it. They don't have to. They do their own thing, man. Car who too. We'll look it up after. Okay, we're not talking about snakes anymore, are we? What are we? What are we talking about? The last thing we talked about is just species in Finland. Um, yeah. Do we have any other snake stuff? Car who, tapla, humala. Looking at that, I would not guess that's Finnish. I would have thought that was like Yiddish. <laughs> Almost not where I was going with it. What did you think oh, it was? Like Greek, <laughs> which is so wrong. I don't know other languages. We're stupid. No, we're not. We are. Let's uneducated. go with uneducated. Let's choose uneducated. Ignorance. No American kid stuff. is learning about Finland in school unless they take it upon themselves. Yeah, to but do even school. if you ask me most things about England, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's sad. I know a lot about England. Yeah. There's a. <laughs> Let me not state all the things I know about England. Oh, it means double. So, like, double the alcohol content? So, it's like an ice. So, like, 11.5% maybe really strong one. I mean, that's our really strong one. I've never had a beer over 11.5% alcohol content. Finland, maybe it's more. Maybe they. We got pussy beers, I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, we're being dumb. What are we? What were are we, we going to talk more snake thing? stuff? Well, or what? Um, what do you know about England? What I, I would love to learn more Where's about queen? snake England. What species? Oh, six point three. That's that's average. What is what we're drinking? Five point two. Five point two. It's a Belgian style ale. I like Belgian beer. That's my favorite. 
There you go. So wait, what did you say? There is that England native species? Yeah, there's plenty of them. I don't know though. What are the okay? Zeppapella, you're just going to be our Europe consult right now. What's the as far as stripping between countries in Europe? Is that easy? Is that hard? Well, they don't. He was trying to figure out what his first snake was going to be. Oh, so he probably doesn't know. I don't know if it's a male or female. If my pronouns wrong, feel free. Oh yeah, Zappa. We don't know if you're a girl. We don't know if you're a girl, but you assume everyone's a guy. Everyone, everyone starts off as a girl, right? He's been very nice and helpful. I feel like I, I should go get a sneak for him. You can go get the email. Did I just crack Tony? Again? Yeah. Okay. You want to get him? Yep. Let's do it. Oh, I should God. just probably, t- oh my God. You should take off the earphones before you walk away so that it doesn't poke out. But um, Tony is an amelanistic corn snake. I've had him for 14 years. He is a male. He bred this year at 14 years old. Um, he's only sired one clutch before that. But, um, yeah, I've had them for very, very long. And um, they're easy snakes to keep over the long haul. I mean, I don't know, pretty simple. Even at a time when we first got them, we were told to keep them, like, room temperature. And it barely had – he barely had any heat on him, and he didn't care. Well, I, I'm trying to talk into the – when he gets all like puffy and stuff, that's what he does. When he gets all weirded out. Mike, <laughs> you can see. Well, that's why you're asking me to tell him to hold you him. You can see immediately right past his mouth, like it's bulging. He he just does that when he's stressed. Yeah. I've never noticed that. Would you say that's the same sort of bluffing like hognoses do, or? No, not really. I don't know why. So if you notice, Tony <laughs> has white. You're, you're not even on the camera, really. Oh, okay. Well, I can't help you. So amelanistic means lacking in melanin, which means lacking in black pigment. So he is basically the corn snake colors are like a reddish orange hue, depending on where you're getting them from. They may be brown or gray um, background color with some brown to reddish splotches. But um, so amelanistic, if you look at the Miamis, they're more gray with like an orange blotch, but the fact is, amel means taking out the black pigments. I mean, you can really tell between a albino or amelanistic. Back in the day, we just called them albino, but amelanistic because, um, <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch of like hypo stuff like that that looks exactly like an amel, but you can tell by the red of the eyes. So their eyes are red. <laughs> And this is the one early. I don't know if you already said this is the one that's 14 years old. Yeah, I already kind of explained oh. the whole thing. Can I show his eyes? Uh, okay. But yeah, that's kind of the giveaway of any albino and all the species of snakes. Um, they're gonna have. They're not gonna have regular black eyes. In comparison to other snakes, so. Do all corn snakes have red tongues? It's dumb question. But. Um, honestly, I don't look at all their tongues, but I'm sure there's. Different mutations usually have different tongues. Okay. (laughs) Or they can. So different ball pythons I've seen have different color tongues, but I'm not sure. I feel like they don't. I don't know. I'm thinking just back. I feel like they don't all. Do all hog noses have the same color tongue? (laughs) From what I've seen, they're (laughs) all black. I don't know, though. I mean, I haven't. I don't have all hog noses, so maybe there's one out there that Mm. um, albinos may have pink tongues. I don't know. 
Oh, I do you have, have an, an albino. albino. I think she does have you a have pink chum. An albino, but like your regular one so, isn't so pink. So it's, it's melanistic. So I think it goes all the way through. So I think she may have a pink tongue. You'd have to. But your normal hogno, your normal Western hognose is black. not right. Right. So if you just went to my Facebook page or, or my Instagram page, so I'm would you sure say all albinos have pink tongues with her tongue across out. the board? Do you think? I have no idea. That would be way too far reaching for me to assume. To assume. <laughs> but think about all the albinos. So if it's amelanistic, then you're thinking it's lacking all black pigment. So. so then that would, you know, if your tongues are normally black and you take out all black pigment, that would be in the tongue also. Right. I don't know. But what it's interesting. Black pigment. What does that leave you with in the tongue? Pink. Yeah. I mean, leave, I, mean I don't know. I have an amelanistic tongue okay, myself. I'm going to go put them back. All right. Hey guys, just got here at the tail end from what it seems. I've been listening to your older stuff. He's so pretty. Thank you very much. Um, we barely take snakes out usually, but we have, um, we get asked all the time, but, um, yeah, since we're hanging out, we're kind of way over time. So we might as well bring out snakes. We don't really care. So, <laughs> but, uh, he's one of our, we have a few other amelanistic, but. So, yeah, I mean, that's much better to bring out, like, a big, full-grown snake. It's much easier to see uh, what we're talking about. But uh, thank all you guys for listening. And, um, yeah, so our older stuff over the download, I mean, that's pretty much we're just doing what we're doing now. We're just answering questions, talking to people on YouTube and on Instagram and everything live. Um, Instagram goes over, turns off after an hour, and then... Um, we're supposed to end this at an hour, but usually if we're talking to people, then we just keep on going. But um, if you guys could have one corn snake, what would it be as far as if you know any morphs or anything like that? Or what kind of snakes do you want in the future? Then also, I guess I'll talk a little bit more about the corn snakes. My um, So Tony just sired a clutch. It was laid, I believe, about a month ago. So that's May. I believe it was laid May 17th. So they're going to be due to hatch in um, July sometime, probably. Um, they've been at about 60 or 76 degrees. So they've been incubating, as you can say, at room temperature, which the, the snake room's at about 76 degrees. It may take up to 100 days for them to hatch. But um, so, yeah, pretty excited about that. And we were asked, what size mice does he eat? So it depends. Um, if I want Tony to breed right before breeding season, I may do a large rat or my bad. That's not even close. A small rat to a large mouse every um, seven days or five to seven days. Mm -hmm. So and that's that's just to get him up to breeding size. So that's a, a fairly that's heavy on on the feeding. heavy feeding, yeah, for him. So what is otherwise normal? just maintenance? So he's at a healthy weight now, and he's not breeding. So just maintenance feed is going to be every three weeks. But right before, and that's going to be a, a small rat or large mouse. Right before breeding season, you're going to amp up the amount you feed the female more than you amp up what you're feeding the male. Correct. Tony is always at a proper weight, pretty much like. Like, even through brumation and stuff, like, he doesn't give a fuck. He'll stay the same size. So okay. so I don't have to ramp him up as much as – and he doesn't have to produce eggs, so I don't have to ramp him up mm -hmm. as much. So 
for the most part, females, I'm going to feed more. At least I'm going to be more adamant about feeding them more than the males. And when you're getting a female ready for breeding season, do you, you amp up in every aspect as far as, uh, or in both aspects, as far as far as size of what you're feeding and frequency or just no, one? No, I would rather be on smaller size, larger frequency. Okay, just during just getting the female ready for breeding, you right. do smaller in, in size, general, bigger I've frequency. In general, I've found that corn snakes do better at digesting smaller meals. So, even even a young one, if you're doing pinkies, it will handle probably three pinkies better than it does a fuzzy mouse. So, okay, so you could do more of a smaller item rather than one of a larger item. Mm-hmm. So, like pythons, especially carpet pythons, I want to do larger items. Less often, but digest that better. Yeah, for whatever reason, that seems to work out. That seems to what they're accustomed to in the wild. But I think North American colubrids mostly are used to having meals pretty smaller meals more frequently. Frequently. And when you are ramping them up, getting them ready for breeding season, are you doubling what you feed them? Just I mean, I know you can't really get into percentages and stuff, but how much more? So if I want, if I have a female that's proper weight, non-breeding season, so you're talking maybe October or something, you know, after all breeding is done, she may have laid a second clutch. Mm -hmm. So September, October, and if she's great weight, mm -hmm. then maybe once every two weeks or. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But I mean, oftentimes you're kind of, it seems like breeding seasons come into each other. So. Mm Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, she may not be, you want her to be as big as possible, so it may be one small rat to large mouse. I usually do large mouse every mm-hmm. uh, week. Okay, once a week. So it's not, yeah, you're not doubling what you're feeding them for breeding. It's, all, you're just, it's really just going on look. At least when I have a collection as small as mine, I'm able to go off look just what do you I know feel is right for breeding. Right, and I don't want them to be too fat, don't want them to be too skinny, don't mm-hmm. want them but it's hard extreme. for i'm just thinking about a first-time breeder you know they wouldn't be able to go off looks because they don't know for their snakes like so what a good look, look is especially in corn snakes if you see any white in between the scales that snake is way too big okay so you definitely don't want to see white in between the scales unless it's a female that's had that's gravid has eggs in her mm-hmm. you do not want to see that um and that goes the same for the male so if you see that too much no go yeah Gotcha. Now, if that and that's that's only gonna make your breeding worse. Anyway. That's what I was about to say. Would you, if you realize you made the mistake of overfeeding them and you see those scales, would you be like, okay, oh, I messed up. I'm not gonna breed them this season or this um, year. Really, it may be if you're already cycled. It may be the fact that she'll already grow follicles and she'll either absorb because them you did or that just lay a slug clutch. So you may breed her anyway, but you're not gonna have good fertility. Gotcha. And then. Hopefully you learn for next time coming around to feed less. Obviously, just like a human, if overweight human females have babies, there's more of a risk than if a young, healthy, you know, it's the same factors. Okay. Okay. So the healthier you are going into it, the healthier you're going to be going out of it. And the healthier you're going to produce. The healthier you're going to produce. All that stuff. So healthy produces healthy, obese. There's but if you risk. don't have looks to go on for as far as them out, you're, you you want to feed them for breeding season, what's the best thing? What do you go on? What do you judge? 
I mean, you got to know somewhat you just have what to kinda, looks correct. Yeah. Okay. I mean, or do the feeding every once every week. That's a pretty good st- standard to stay yeah, for. Yeah, but then again, I don't want you, definitely don't want you to breed a snake that's underweight. Because right. then you're coming to the point by the time she lays eggs, that's going to be very, very skinny snake. And it's going to be. Is there a sign for a underweight to, for breeding? So if you see um, like a very defined spine. And then so you'll see spine and then you'll see like muscle striations on the side and stuff like that. Sometimes that they're really skinny, like after they just um, after they just laid eggs. So you can okay. tell like a dehydrated underweight snake because especially in core snakes, you can see their spine pretty. Okay. Normally, it's a very rounded off. You mm-hmm. know, you don't really have a defined spine. But if you get that defined spine, like seeing the ribs of a human. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then you can see there'll be two lines down the side, which happens a lot after they lay, and they're a little bit skinny after they lay, but you can see, like, the muscle, like, two lines, which is their definition of their muscle. So. Zeppa Pella, he's going to bed because it's three-something in the morning in Finland. Thank you for watching. for watching. Your questions were great, and, yeah, sorry it's at a terrible time for Finland. <laughs> Thank you for staying up so late. Um, and then Dorka said, I have to be careful with my sunsets. Are those, is that like a type of corn snake or is it like the ball python? I don't, I don't know, know what any a sunset sunsets is are, uh, or tequila sunrise. That's sunrise tequila. Yep. Yeah. Um, but know. she said nothing worse than obese snakes. We've talked about that before. Like people just trying to pump them up way too fast and it's just not worth it. And it's not good for the snake to just like, you can tell when someone has, there's Done certain species that do better with that too. Like I've seen plenty of people get ball pythons up to size and they do all right. Okay. But then again, we're talking like long term. Think about the long term effects. Effects of what you're doing. So retics is like the worst. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking because they're already oh big. The retics they're are already big. Already but, big they be, but you're getting them like so. They should ridiculous. be a nice lean. They should be a lean big. <laughs> I mean, if you've been in the reptile community long enough and you've been on YouTube a couple of times, you've you seen, know who we're talking you've about. You've seen you know. someone on YouTube who happens to feed their retics a lot. And again, we don't have retics. So we not, are. It's, it's not. We, we I mean, I feel like we, we can't fully make a stance because we don't have retics. But. You can tell that snake is and so big. I don't big. want to, and I want to reiterate. I want to at least say it's not the guy with the ponytail. It's someone else has like oh retics. I'm thinking that of are like fucking this. Okay, far I'm around. thinking of a different person. No. <laughs> I don't know who you're thinking about. Never so, mind. And um, basically, just has people come and hold retics and take pictures with them because they're so big. Oh. Okay, and, um, <laughs> maybe now I know who you're thinking I'm of. You hints, Does but, he uh, keep stuff outside? Oh, so these are no, no, no. Oh, He's I have good. no idea. No, you have no idea. So Dorco said that was a hypo hog nose. So or no hog boa. Oh, which hog island boa. So um, all I I can't tell you specifically, but I know that Vin Russo, which is like. He's like the number one boa breeder. He has a lot of hog islands. What he does is on those islands with the boas, Mm -hmm. they have migrations of birds. 
and they have very very heavy feeding seasons so gotcha so when those so birds are they there they may not eat for six months and then have three months of super crazy heavy crazy feeding. crazy crazy so what he does is replicate that okay. in in captivity so you may your bow is pretty much always hungry but they're just opportunistic so he has had success seasonally feeding them so i would look into that i don't know exactly how that works because i don't have boas mm-hmm. but if you want to look up like um vin russo and how he keeps and um i don't know if his podcasts are still up but he also had podcasts with like reptile radio like back in the day those radio shows um i would definitely look into that because he feeds you People are probably feeding boa constrictors way too often. Than they need to. Yeah. Because and they'll always eat. Same with carp pythons. They'll always eat, but. And we always talk always about best. trying to match the wild, you know, trying to match captive, captivity Especially with those, the wild. those islands. They're s- so specific. Yeah. And those, those hog island boas stay very small. So. Were those smuggled here? Um, I don't know if smuggled. I mean. I'm not sure the legality of it, but Crutchfield definitely brought in a bunch I mean, of I don't think you can just fly to like an that. island and just take it and <laughs> check it. Like, I, I it doesn't seem like you <laughs> would be able to just do that legally. I feel like they had to be smuggled to America. Yeah, I mean, I forget what year CITES came into play, but that's what when CITES? that happened. So that's what CITES is what kind of dictates what we bring in and out, and it's is it an acronym? The basis for our laws. Or no. Yeah, I'm too stupid right now. C- it's conservation. Conservation. I don't know. I don't remember. Do you know the letters? C-I-T-I-E-S. Yes. That's a long acronym. I can't think. Okay. But it has something to do with bringing transportation of snakes across countries. It's just conservation between like endangered species. And then they get a certain CITES appendix level, you know, don't know what that means so you know ones that are obviously more endangered more mm. regulated stuff like that there's different levels for right it, right gotcha well yeah dorco check check out vin russo and let us know what you learn about that the seasonal feeding yep. um and gian are we saying that right gian and yeah i mean okay. that's totally right he said retake should look like a giant colubrid would you agree that with makes that? sense I mean, even if you think about a carpet python, I also see too many carpet pythons that are overweight. It should be that. It's hard to explain because you want to see a nice, like, thin, athletic-looking snake. But, like, (laughs) no one knows what that means. (laughs) So it's hard to put that into words. But you see some of these retakes with very rounded bodies. Okay. But they should definitely be more agile-looking. But then you said like corn or like carpet pythons. They're very like semi-arboreal snakes and very agile looking. Okay. I don't know how to explain Sleek, that. Sleek, slender. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't be round like a like a like ball python is round. Like is round. that is round. That's, Makes sense. But that's the ball python. Mm-hmm. A blood python is round, but that's a blood python. But car- right, I can tell carpets. They have a. <laughs> I don't know. This is all I can do. They're nice and li- and you know that they can climb and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Retakes are the same way. They should be that nice, slender body. That's funny because I feel like I don't see the retakes like that. Most of the ones I see are yeah, not. yeah. Because the people who get the most hype for them are the people that benefit from them being as big as possible. Gotcha. So you really want to err on the side of what's best for the animal, not what's best to 
drape for around your, some famous person's neck. So right. Um, Zappa Pella said, "Do you have fidget spinners?" Absolutely not. Completely against fidget spinners in the whole world. We we had a whole little bit. We had about a we had some sponsorship. Some spo- sponsor. I can't even say that word. Sponsorship. From in quotation spinner. from fidget spinners. <laughs> But in real Say life, that they're the new reptile. Real life, do not ever put a fidget spinner on your animal, no matter if it is the most docile creature in the world. Carpet, jungle carpet pythons will. A lot of them, if any, if you wave your hand in front of them, they will try to bite it because they think that you're food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if you have a fidget spinner in your hand. If you put your hand in front of it, it it's will going bite to you. bite you. Same with a lot of these other snakes or the defensive snakes. Same thing. It will bite you. Yeah. It is dumb. Even if you want to get out of snakes and reptiles <laughs> like bearded dragons, don't put on your bearded dragon. Maybe your turtle can handle it. And um, I agree. We've talked about this before, too. Marco said it's sad seeing such big retakes and small enclosures. I don't. I thought we were talking about ponytail. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh no, that now that is okay. Small, that. yes, big retics and small enclosures. <laughs> that's is ponytail. No, that's like no code at all. But yeah, it's we completely come obvious. Up but I don't code. know who you were talking about before. <laughs> oh, I'll show you after. Is it someone we watch frequently? No, no. Oh, then of course I wouldn't know. No. Okay, but yes, we've talked a lot about big retics and small enclosures. Why are you going to do that to your animal? Um, to yourself because they're so going to be. So Tom Tom Crutchfield put up a post not too long ago about mm-hmm. he keeps his retics outside, which South Florida is not, Indonesia is not, you know, Asia. You see that fucking. Bird? I know. Sorry, that scared me a so bird. It's not Asia. I understand, but it's definitely a better way to keep than in an eight foot vision cage. Yeah, he's trying. <laughs> he's trying. He's, he's getting closer. Trying, putting big enclosures outside, shit like that. But um, I just think there needs to be like they are very active species. Not very active, but definitely went smaller active. But they're still huge as fuck. That period point blank. No matter how active they are, they are huge. They need a bigger thing. Like, come on. But they feel more secure in there. Bullshit. <laughs> Um, eyelashed <laughs> viper said my California king snake bit me yesterday is the first time they've ever been bit and didn't know how to um, wart him off, maybe to get him off because he's grown oh get him off because he's grown and he was hungry and he was sitting there on my finger for a good five minutes and I got tired and grabbed his head and someone yanked him off so a, a good thing to know is that the snakes have recurved teeth so so just pulling so if you work. yank out that's going to be bad if you you got to go in a little bit, then out. Um, sometimes if you do the mouthwash thing, I don't really talk do about mouthwash. that. You talk about water, putting it like Put fill, it, up, your, them fill up your sink with water. Dunking them in water um, has helped. Um, what else? I feel like alcohol. Do people say rubbing alcohol? Yeah, or, or usually mouthwash is that. Oh, alcohol, okay. Mouthwash has alcohol, but we don't. Yeah, but water works a lot for people, it seems just. Or doing what you do, but be mindful not to rip any teeth out. Right. <laughs> so. Um, um, he said, come on. Yeah, Gian, even in Budapest, he knows the two people we're talking Wait, about. Wait, he's in Budapest? I thought that's what he said. Where was that? I thought oh, Zeppa I Pella asked he's, him. Oh, really? Because he was the one who was, who was giving the uh, yeah, shows. Yeah, I know that. 
Uh, Correct know. me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's in Budapest. Dorco said, I live in Brooklyn. The only way I can try is not to have retics. Like, well, they're like, very illegal all throughout New York, but also <laughs> um, the retics enclosure. I mean, Brooklyn apartments aren't even big, big enough for humans, <laughs> let alone retics. <laughs> so that's really. Yeah, that's. I want, how many do you have, Dorco? I'm interested because Brooklyn. You li- you probably live you in a box. You have a leopard gecko and a crested in gecko. In a box. That would be all I got. So yeah. I'm from New York. The reason why I don't live in New York partly is because just living expenses. Do they have strict laws? You and said re- that And they t- also have strict laws, but I don't have anything that would... Um, be against. That would be against that. But yes, he is in Budapest. See, the fact that it has go- it, everyone knows about in Budapest... I mean, Ponytail, I guess that's what we're calling him now. He has like... A Tens and millions of followers, so it makes sense that it's gotten to Budapest. But I wonder if if the image yeah, of him well, in Budapest. If, if he's looking at us from Budapest. Then, then of course, <laughs> he's looking at funny deal. What am I saying? Right. We are the oh. furthest most reaching <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I wonder if other countries view Ponytail as the same way America views him. Um, No, because it's a small. Um, because a small subset of the population that we have here that that doesn't like him are a bunch of bullshitters we all like to shit on things so but maybe that the really intense breeders in the other countries feel the same way i mean i don't, I don't know. know i don't yeah. know if the really intense breeders in budapest are equal to yeah. the really intense yeah, breeders this, in america this whole international internet thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> excuse me <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Dumb question. Have fidget spinners? Have fidget? Yes, have, wait, yes. but yeah, but he's in Finland asking about fidget spinners. I didn't know fidget spinners are in Finland. Yes, I didn't of think course. What do you mean? Yes, of course. How am I supposed to just assume that every sort of trend in in America is worldwide? Worldwide. That is a Christine naive. <laughs> that is a naive mm-hmm. assumption to assume that everything popular in America is popular in the whole country. If it's popular on YouTube, then it's popular everywhere. Okay, I'm di- the internet man. Okay, the internet. I'm gonna think highway. of something. I'm gonna figure it out. Something that only got popular in America, and I'll message Gian and see if it may- I, I'm determined now. Things that are only popular in like, America, like catfish, fried catfish. What do you mean? What do you- no, like trends, like not food, just like trendy, like stupid ass fidget spinners, um, trendy things. I'm gonna find a trendy thing that only got popular in America. Trump's trendy. Pretty popular in America. Not Trump is not trendy in America. What are you talking about? He has the like lowest approval rating of any president ever. So but he's even less popular in other countries. But let's not go there. Let's let's keep it let's keep it snake and not but yes, see, fidget spinners blew up there in Budapest. Okay. Also, (laughs) that motherfucker who is climbing that crane the other day oh in, in uh was, was that it dubai oh never mind i take that i thought it was budapest for a second but it was I fucking it was dubai. dubai he was okay yeah, world people tallest don't know crane. what you're talking about the random youtube no. videos we watch yeah there are these he crane people crane. who do it without any sort of and they hang off the crane and shit and film it with their gopros and almost like kill themselves thousands of feet in okay there. back to snakes she has two ball pythons one hog nose and two sunsets Thankfully, she's in a house in Brooklyn. That is that doesn't happen yeah. very often. Um, but yeah, she has to be mindful of size, of course. Like you're not gonna get Dallas-sized houses in New York no. unless you're a fucking billionaire. And even then, you're gonna be in Jersey or some shit. Like not know, in New York. Houses it's just, just like don't don't come exist along very often. Very right. Large, but the fact but. that she has five 
is still pretty good and she is cool i mean in my eyes cool ones um yeah but also things that only get to a so big size. so so she wanted a boa but she got a hog island boa which is going to be a, the, the smallest of the boas not the smallest of the boas but smaller of the like boas <laughs> Okay. But a smaller island locality of Boa. So. Okay, this is going to be a dumb question. Yeah. Since they're hog and then hog noses. No, no, just don't no. even. Just throw out every. Hog Island is a. It's an <laughs> island off of like central, somewhere in central. Okay, America, so hog islands like that, and hog noses. No, nothing. no, no, not Just coincidence. Just coincidence. Boas and Calubris. Just they're coincidence that the name both has hog. <laughs> yeah. Don't laugh at me. It's the same <laughs> word in the shit. But yes, I want to know what snake is in Finnish. That would be interesting. Okay. Um, she comes from a third world country. Dubai if it's popular in America, it's most definitely popular where she was born. Payless shoe store is big over there, but it's considered high end. Whoa. That is crazy. That is wild. There, there is like a pizza hut right outside the pyramids in it, in Egypt. Yeah. And McDonald's. I mean, all those are <laughs> ever McDonald's everywhere, but you can't compare food to like. Yeah. Both, both hog island boas <laughs> and hog noses have noses. <laughs> That's true. They both have hog and noses. <laughs> I said it was going to be a dumb question. I was just asking. Someone else may have watching this or listening to this may have the same question. It's the same word. So if you found this show, you know what the difference between a boa. And I'm a on noses. this show and I didn't know. So yeah, shut like up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. You're here for the uneducated portion, you know? Um, Zappa said, also, Zappa never answered if this is a girl or a boy. No, no. He said he's a dude. Oh, okay. I missed that. Um, car, how do you, Carme? Pizza Hut is five So stars. snake is Carme? Carme? You think that's how you say it? Carme? Carme? I, I want to think there's some type of accent when there's two A's with dots over them. Well, duh. There's some That obviously accents. merits some type so, of noise other ca- than an A. Carme? Ca- <laughs> we just that's fucking stupid oh. that's, uh, that's not right if only he could sing a little audio clip <laughs> lizard's, lizard's lisco lisco bird is lintu lintu line to lintu lintu pizza is five star whoa <laughs> it's whoa. different it's just different things are right different but i bet popular. there's things that are there's, that, there's like there's different thing, menus. There's though. things there that are like low to them that I better hide to us. Absolutely. Like, yeah. So it's like to us, pizza. Oh, pizza so so the accent A is like E A. Wait, so but E A, but E A in English sounds different because so you be can like have Kerne? Because you can no, but you can you have meat and that's E A. But great. Oh, A E. So Carme. 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 But what does A A sound like? Was that's what I'm saying? <laughs> the car is it care? The a what is AA? Yeah, sound like because yeah. in English you never have two A's next to each other. Vacuum to use, not um. two A's though. <laughs> I'm saying you never have two A's. Oh, Lord, a pizza with a fork and knife that makes people sense. do it over here. But like yeah, okay, in Texas. Uh, but Dorco, name something in that country that's like K-M-A. one star, and I bet that's five star to us. Oh it's yeah, just, if you're an eat like any Egyptian food over here is going to be like that's fancy, or right? Any foreign but anything. like an Egypt, right? In Egypt, <laughs> you said Egyptian. Let's go with that. Egypt. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why you chose Egyptian. I don't even know what the fuck Egyptian food is. I can't even name yeah, that. But think about like us, like um. Shit, I'm trying to think of something like, 
no pad thai is a five star but uh, but it's still like that's different right and like sushi sushi even to us yeah. is like that's you're not gonna find one dollar sushi like that's just not possible like sushi you know and if you buy it from a certain the, amount of shit is imported though so that definitely puts a higher yeah. price but in higher. the asian countries sushi is every you know it's and then again we don't bring everything from that culture over either so we're not eating like a lot of the snake that they eat in foreign the countries, real, right? And Octopus and all, all that. the the stuff. Americans just find things weird that other countries don't find weird. Which is like our line for what we define as weird makes no sense. Like it's yeah. like you know, to me, eating snake sounds crazy. But a rat is a cow is a snake is any other living right thing, to me you know, eating but, eating a, a rat to me eating rabbits crazy but then at the same time i love alligator and i love frogs so like it the line we draw for like what's crazy you know it's all it's, mental yeah. it makes no sense in china dog and right they or, eat cats they eat cats dog everywhere. dog and cat in the asian people or, <laughs> you might be and cat might be made up but i know dogs oh that's there. a rumor in america yeah. that it, it might be a rumor <laughs> and it's a rumor in america that asian countries how eat dogs you. and cats how dare let me you. not further that rumor let me acknowledge but it. you can definitely get like dog and rice in southeast asia and asia okay. in general but right like here that's crazy yeah, but we'll eat. But then again, like, why not? It's just another animal. Right, that wait. We're we eat, to eat. we eat other shit. We eat fried alligator. And like, there's no difference between like breeding chickens and, and dogs. breeding and dogs. cows and dogs. It's it's totally a mental thing. Like, I don't think I could ever eat a dog. Eat dog, not eat dog. Yeah. Like, eat dog. Or like horse is a very big meat in many other countries. In some places in America, it is. Okay. Zeb is going to sleep. We need to go. It's actually. Uh, <laughs> we need to actually go. No cats or dogs here. There's de- go down to Chinatown. You can definitely find a few. Mm, oh my gosh! In Chinatown, you're gonna eat balls and dried and fish. And I- stuff eyeballs, testicles. That you eat testicles. I've never no, seen I, testicles. I I went to a dim sum restaurant in Chinatown <laughs> in New York. I swear they put testicles on the table. You saw, like some guy came and put his <laughs> testicles on the table. No. You were at the wrong no, restaurant. Not <laughs> his testicles cooked like bull or cat like one of those testicles. stripper stri- steakhouse Ew, joints. Stop. Gross. Okay, we are going. Thank you, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thanks who, for listening. Even this long. I don't know what the like, hell we're even talking about. We, I, I'm sorry if you don't like our non-snake talk. We kind of went off. But like, if you do like it, awesome. I, we try to stick. I wonder where Dorco's from now. Anyway. She said Philippines. Sure oh. to answer. Right there. I, right there. All right, man. Okay. If you like our non-snake talk, awesome. If you don't, we're sorry. We try to stick to snakes as much as possible. But we like talking with you guys. And it's cool that we're talking to people in Finland and Budapest, and that's awesome. Um, She's eating fertilized duck eggs. I (laughs) don't even, I can't, my brain can't imagine what that would even taste like. I I don't know if it would be gross because I don't even know. I like, very, that's very, very I like normal duck. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Bye. Check out our Instagram. Follow Port City Pythons on Instagram if you're not already. YouTube, obviously. Facebook. Thank you so much. Next Tuesday, we'll be back. <laughs> Later. Bye.